Welcome to Gamers Cafe, guys, where we're open for business for all the gaming news, tips, opinions, unsolicited opinions more, more than not. But yes, everything that you need to know about the PC gaming industry right here. I'm your host, Brad Dyster, and let's get on with it. All right, Telltale is going to be releasing a Batman game. I don't know if you've heard about it. It's supposed to be, you know, episodic. Everything that Telltale has done in the past through Game of Thrones and Walking Dead is doing with Batman and apparently it's going to be you know having enough room for Bruce's story and Batman's story so it's not just going to be all about Batman because that would be boring to you know fly around or glide in style around Gotham beating up bad people that's terribly boring but yes Telltale has has said that they are going to be equally sharing Bruce and Batman's story so you're just not going to be in the cape or the suit or both in general all the time but yes it is coming out August 2nd so be prepared for it the great thing is it looks like they've finally updated their engine uh, since Game of Thrones I've kind of complained that it was a little well the engine was just getting a little long in the tooth and I'm glad they've kind of updated it and the looks a lot more crisp and just better in general so yay for that i'll put the video for the world premiere trailer in there as well but i'm actually interested to see what's going to happen i will not be reviewing it because i have well, no man's skies and deus ex mankind divided not human revolution that was the last one but mankind divided uh next month so there's just really not gonna be enough time to actually do all that stuff but it should be interesting most of their games have done pretty well uh, in general, so it should be interesting to see what they actually do with that one. Alright, now tomorrow's the last day to do it, but you have until tomorrow to play Star Citizen for free, or fly around, or attempt to fly around, which I tried to do and got lost, didn't know what I was doing, and just kind of gave up. But it was actually really cool, kind of a little laggy and buggy a little bit, uh, but it is an alpha, so you can't really expect much. But it looked beautiful, it looked awesome, it looked interesting. I'm interested to see when it will actually be released and what it will actually bring to it, but I was completely lost to know where to find my ship if I had one and all that other fun stuff. I was like, I'm just running around. Where am I going? Why can I get to my ship? That was kind of like my feeling too. I never really got back into it just because there's a lot of stuff that I was doing as well. So unfortunately, I didn't really get back into it, but it looked great from what I saw. It just there's it was a little laggy at times beyond that it looked pretty it looked pretty good looks like they're still building it out now a lot of people have had problems with it because they think it'll never actually be made or actually ever be done which i completely agree with because they keep on adding more and more things to it so it's eventually going to be like when are you just going to stop with uh, we're going to add this and this and this and just get what you need to get done that's why elite dangerous is out and it's been doing pretty good that way as well as being the beginning of it and then branching out and launching out what it is so we'll see what star citizen actually does i'm still excited for it but i mean we're all kind of a little iffy about what's actually going to happen with it it should be interesting to see what goes on with all that and see if uh, star citizen actually you know comes out and is a good game I'm, I'm pulling for it i'm pulling for it it's got my moral support but not my money because i just don't have that type of Money to spend on that type of things. Anyways, let's move on to Valve news and the CSGO, you know, controversy for gambling, you know, 
gambling of, of skins, of gun skins. And so what has happened is that there's been kind of a way for people to put up their their gun skins to gamble for other ones and potentially, you know, get some monetary gain or some gun skins game, gain for it. However, it, there's just a lot of controversy around it, and Valve has finally said, you know what, enough's enough, especially since they have, well, they have gotten a you know lawsuit against them saying that they are culpable for what has been happening so valve has gone around saying hey look you guys need to stop doing this, this is against our terms and services and if you don't stop there will be legal action against it so there's just a lot of gun, gun controversy skin controversy against all this and it's just to me it's all really weird because i play games but i don't really care about the betting i mean it just seems kind of dumb uh it you don't really know what's gonna happen with it, especially if you're spending your own money on uh, kind of packs, different kind of packs for Counter-Strike, it really doesn't seem like a good idea to bet them on a kind of random algorithm that's, you know, randomizing everything. Uh, so that's another problem with it that I have, and people are actually doing this, which I just have another problem as well, and so what this does is it just causes a whole bunch of controversy. Plus, with the YouTuber who didn't really say that he kind of owned one of these sites through his YouTube uh, videos, which is another bad thing, and actually is against the law for doing that as well, or against F FTC regulations and FCC regulations. So he will probably get in a lot of trouble as well. There just seems a whole lot of like stupidity going around with that, and yeah, I'm kind of glad it's stopping. Uh, Twitch has also been doing is putting a stop to that as well, so. We'll see how well this goes with those uh, gamers that are still doing this, especially since it looks like Valve will eventually take legal action. They don't actually stop this betting scheme. I call it a scheme because that's what it is. All right. Life is Strange. Yes, it is coming out, or at least the first episode of Life is Strange will be indefinitely free as of today, actually. So... If you're looking to, you know, try this game out and see if it's actually any good, uh, you should check it out right now. You can get the first episode for free, which is not a bad thing. Uh, now, it's had really mixed reviews on it. I had no reason to actually play this game. It's more of an episodic as the first episode, but more of a kind of uh, true-to-life or uh, coming-of-age type story with different types of characters. Apparently, I've read some uh, social media, not social media, social justice type themes as well. And so it just really turned me off to actually want to play it or even review it for that matter. So it's up to you if you really want to try it out. I mean, you can try out the first episode, see if it's any good. Now, like I said before, it's gotten mixed reviews from different people. Some people love it, some people don't like it. So you may or may not like it, is kind of some operative thing about it. Alright, it looks like Titanfall 2 is going to be improving the matchmaking system and server hosting. Yay! We all like better matchmaking and server hosting. Uh, it seems like a lot of multiplayer games nowadays just don't really have, you know, server lists. They kind of just, you know, randomly put you in places and you hope you're on a good team. If you're not, well, just pray you can actually do good yourself or hope that your team can come together the last part of the round and actually do something. But sometimes it's just, it can just be a complete train wreck or it can be awesome. So awesome you're like, dude, this is, I don't really want, I don't want this team to go away. I want to stay on this team forever and ever. 
But yes, uh, it looks like they're doing it. It also looks like they are um, asking for gamers to, you know, ask questions about what they might want to see and what they might want the developers to talk about. And so they're coming to the audience and saying, what do you want us to talk about? And so that's another great way of doing it. They say it's not marketing speak, but it could be actually a marketing tactic as well. So even though they, if they say it's not a marketing speak or anything like that, it's still probably part of the marketing plan, to be honest with you. They just don't use marketing jargon, which is completely fine. But yes, you can actually ask things that the actual developer will, you know, get back to you on or for videos of what they're actually doing in general. So, I mean, that's a great PR marketing kind of tactic, even though they say it's not, it still really basically is. All right. Now, for Overwatch, uh, Anna has finally been released or brought out into the wild of the non-public uh, servers. So they're not in the, the, the beta testing servers anymore. I played Anna in the beta testing servers. She was, she was all right. I've tried to find some different characters that would uh, be a counter to her. I found Winston to actually be a pretty good counter to her, especially when you drop your um, shield. To when you jump, drop the shield, and then kind of do it. Uh, you know, use your lightning gun. Getcha, getcha, getcha. Uh, I also found Rohog to be pretty good if you can actually, you know, hook them. Uh, Winston, Roadhog. I would actually say uh, McCree actually would be a pretty good one with his stun and just killing her as well. Um, so some pretty good, some a little bit harder. Far might actually be a good one, but just always be careful about the sleeping dart because that will take you out for, it seems like, at least three seconds. Also, the good thing is the changes in the buffs for DVA, uh, Zaynetta, and uh, Mercy has a buff as well. So DVA ha uh, is a lot better and a lot more tanky because of the, uh, the toggle for the defense matrix, which is a great addition. Also, with the explosion of her mech, it is less time, so it's I think it's about three seconds in, instead of four. For Zayanetta, uh, the orbs go a lot faster, travel a lot faster. Uh, also, with his buff from a shield to bring him up to 200 with the rest of the support as well, which is also a great thing. And he's just a super speedy alt. Like, his new alt, is, he just goes like a wild man. Ooh, it's really fast and it's interesting. You can't kill people as easily now with that... So, it's a great thing um, for that. Now, I love this. I love the buffs. I didn't really like the McCree buff too much because his single shot was just the thing everybody used. Uh, you could kill people pretty easily, so I didn't really like that too much. But hmm. I think the great thing about Anna, going back to her character, is that she's a great counter for Bastion now, since you can make people fall asleep, and so you just. He's a sleeping dart and bastion, and he just, you know, falls asleep like a little baby, and everybody can kill him a lot easier. So that's a great, uh, great counter, as long as, well, Reinhardt is in front of him, and the shield kind of blocks that. But yes, she will be a great counter for him, and a lot of other people, especially for alts, she'll be a great counter for just mostly all the alts. I, I mean, Justice Reigns from above will be a Justice Reigns sleeping and even McCree with his high noon you can sleep like anybody can put to sleep so it's 
Like I said, it should be interesting to see what actually happens. Now, unfortunately, you can't do anything about junk rats. All because it is a tire and you can't make the tire fall to fall asleep. But mostly everybody else can actually do that. So, she's a great counter for mostly anybody's faults. Alright, are you still playing Star Wars The Old Republic? Well, they've just teased a really big tease about the next expansion. Which basically is a picture, and it is a picture of... Well, it looks like a Jedi with somebody with... Force powers, you don't really know because their back is turned to it, but looks kind of interesting. Uh, this is going to be part of the Knights of the Fallen Empire, and it's going to bring back the story-driven uh, emphasis that made Bioware what it is today. Their old games were really good at that as well. So it should be interesting to see what actually happens, and this will be the fifth anniversary of Old Republic. Yay! It's been around for that long because it went free to play because it had to. It really did. It really had to go there. Uh, so this one, the Knights of the Eternal Throne, is expected to launch in fall 2016. So be on lookout for it. Uh, if you're still playing it, if you're not, well, maybe it's time to reinstall it and actually play it as well. Uh, so, like I said, interesting. Uh, the game I like. For a while, then got bored of it because it kind of was basically killing the same thing over and over again. But the voice acting was great and everything else was great. It's just, like all MMOs, for me it just gets boring after a while. I'm so bored. Alright, there is uh, new plans or announcement, I should say, for Civilization VI and the pre-order bonus. The pre-order bonus is Aztec Empire and the leader is Montezuma. Now, if you do pre-order, you get it once it comes out. It will eventually come out to everybody else, but that's the pre-order bonus as well. You will get unique units like Eagle Warriors, which is a specialty infantry unit, uh, which will allow you to convert enemies into builder units. Yay! Building units! Yay! And you also get arena-like court, like the... I'm gonna butcher that, Artelegata, uh, which basically is a way, is, was their kind of game. It was a cross between basketball and soccer. Uh, you also get an Aztec Wonder, which is the Huey Teligalo. Uh, so now you have that. It's going to be released on October 21st, so be sure to be ready for that if you are really looking forward to the next Civilization. I love the Civilization franchise. I think it's a really great franchise. It's done relatively well and actually has enhanced each new... Uh, game that comes out and so I'm really excited for it. Even Beyond Earth was a interesting little diversion of the Civilization franchise. It wasn't probably the best one out of the series but it still was interesting and enjoyable for what it was. Because be on the lookout for that if you really want to get the Aztec Empire I would say pre-order it. That would be a good thing. Alright, are you still playing Grand Theft Auto 5? Because you probably should. There is a new mod that kind of adds a Red, Red, Red Dead Redemption style uh, gang hideouts. Now there was a way for people in Red Dead Redemption and I played the Xbox version of it where you would take bounties and you would go to uh, gang's hideouts and you know kill all of them, kill the leader and kind of gain the bounty. It was similar like that in a mod uh, that requires you to install other mods like build a mission mod and aimless and the open interiors mod by new theft to work as well so you need a couple more mods for it but what this does is it kind of allows you to in a way play uh, Red Dead Redemption 
and kind of see uh, kind of see how it all like. I mean, I would like to have seen Red Dead Redemption come to the PC, but it never actually happened. So for PC players, this is the closest you'll actually ever get to Red Dead Redemption in general. It's unfortunate, but that's how it is. Uh, so it's good that Amada has actually done that. Uh, it's only been out for a month, so there might be some bugs as well, but there's a plethora of mods out there, and this is the one that you should probably check out. All right, Fallout 4 has uh, a new DLC coming out called the Vault Tech Workshop Expansion, which adds uh, quests and some design options as well. Uh, the main part of this DLC is that after you're level 20, there is a mysterious distress beacon that can be heard everywhere in the Commonwealth. It will sound out alerting to you to attend an, emer uh, an emergency at Vault 88. And so you go there, and there's a odd ghoul uh, that is an overseer, and she wants to do weird exper experiments with different types of people and so you find people to actually be a part of the experiments and you can be uh, a benevolent leader, not a benevolent leader, a cross between. You can also just get rid of her or kill her as well and still kind of use it uh, and there's different types of um, materials and rooms and furniture that you can use as well. So if you love Fallout 4 a lot, uh, this could be an interesting one to get for a DLC. It comes out July 26th which is in Five days. Yes, it's the 21st. So woohoo! Yay! New DLC if you are that type of person. I'm always skeptical about DLC, but this is the new one's coming. Uh, now, the last one will be Welcome to Nuka Cola, so be on the lookout for that, but that will be the last, last DLC for it. I love Fallout 4, but I also love the mods that are created for it. Modders do a great job with it, and there's a lot of great mods out there. So you don't always have to actually use. Uh, Bethesda's DLC because a lot of modders kind of already done some of the stuff. Now, not all of it, but a lot of it has already been done by modders. So check it out. All right. Hitman's new elusive target is Gary Busey. Yes, Gary Busey must die. He's called the wild card. And uh, prior to this, uh, IO Interactive did a Twitter poll saying, do you want Gary Cole or Gary Busey? And Gary Busey won. So now you get to take out the wild card and, you know, kind of do that and find Gary Busey. Now, for those of you that don't know about Hitman's elusive targets, there is no saves elusive targets. You have one try and one try only, and if you fail, you can never do it again. So it's an interesting way of getting people to come back and play. Uh, so I tried it. It's it's really hard, uh, and I'm pretty sure this one's hard as well. Um, this one plays in the episode two map, so that'll be the very beautiful Italy map, which is very beautiful, and the best one so far as well. So, it uh, should be interesting to see what actually happens and how players will respond to this as well. Gary Cole's actually in as a disgruntled co-star as well, or angered co-star, I should say. So, have fun with Elusive Target number seven. It starts today, so have at it. Go get the wild card, kill him, throw him off a cliff, poison him. Do anything you want to do, and do it well. Alright, there is new uh, campaign footage of Gears of War 4. Yes, it shows uh, Marcus coming back as well. Uh, so you get to see old Marcus from the original games, Marcus Phoenix to be exact. And they're in pursuit of creatures called the Swarm, in which uh, a village is destroyed and Kate's mom is abducted. And then 
The squad has to chase down the wilds of Sarah. Must battle through an incredible storm. Yes, ooh. Interesting. Now, it's going to be interesting to see what actually happens. It is great to see that it is coming to PC as well, but most all of Microsoft games are coming to Xbox One and uh, Windows 10 as well. Now, you have to get through the Windows Store, which is not the best thing in the world, but it is interesting to see. Now, there's gameplay footage of uh, kind of the multiplayer for The Forge and of uh, campaign gameplay as well. And it looks very interesting. I'm actually really excited to see where it goes with it. How it will utilize PC over Xbox One because that is also another big thing as well because it's always good to know how they're going to utilize all these different uh, platforms because one is more powerful than the other and that would be PC. And I'm hoping that they utilize it to their advantage and not kind of do just shoddy ports that sometimes they do. Sometimes they're just really bad ports. Alright, Rise of the Tomb Raider is getting a new co-op survival mode. Yes, it is getting, for PC at least, it's getting a new DLC, which uh, is called Blood Dies, which is a new story mode that sees Lara embattled in a family dispute. Yes, claim of ownership of a craft matters done by her uncle, and that she has to find a way to prove that that she is a rightful heir, so ooh, interesting, intrigue. And there's also a survival mode that's more zombie. I'm not really too keen on it because I feel like the zombie type thing has been overdone to the extreme and people just need to stop with the zombies. I know they're the, they're the easiest or obvious choice for video games and movies and TV bad guys, but eventually you're just really gonna have to stop with the zombies. The zombies get old. I don't care about shooting mindless zombies anymore. Give me something now. All right, No Man's Sky is once again another controversy and this time it is in a patent dispute. Yes, a company is saying that they have the patent for a super formula that No Man's Sky actually uses. It could be an illegal dispute once again. Now the first one was with Sky TV claiming that they couldn't use Sky in the name because of consumer confusion. I don't understand that one. That makes absolutely no sense in that dispute. How in the heck could you confuse Sky TV with No Man's Sky, which is a video game? I wish I really wish they just fought that and been like, this is ludicrous, absurd, and stop with the stupidity. Because no one was gonna get confused on it. Sky TV? Yeah, I'm looking at you because your news is actually horrible too at the same time. Yeah, I've seen some of your interviews. Yeah, get some better anchors. Like, way better anchors. Like, somebody that actually understands things. Anyways, moving on from it. It looks like uh, from what we're seeing is that a Dutch company called uh, Genicap owns the Super Formula, which I'm always like you can really own a patent on a math formula. Isn't that kind of hard to actually patent? And I wonder if it actually applies to UK or United States as well because that could be actually really hard to prove because it's a math formula and math does really does build upon itself. However, since um, the head of Hello Games said that this was a huge help to them as well, there could be a little bit of legal trouble for it. Now, like I said before, the patent also could be null and void. It could, they could argue that you can't really patent in math, but that's all depending on it. So they actually could have a case 
because of Sean Murray acknowledging in 2015 in the New Yorker interview that he struggled to find elements of procedural planetary generation until he discovered the equation published in 2003 by Bulgarian plant geneticist John Gillis that he called Super Formula. So that could actually get him in a lot of trouble too. I do not want to see this game not released. It looks awesome. I want to play it. Give me the game. But I know it's coming out soon, next month, beginning of August. But I'm glad the company says that it does not want to halt the release of the game. I do hope that uh, Hello Games and this company can come to an agreement as well. So best of luck to that. Just another, another impediment of this. Ah, why does it have to always be like that? But yes, I do agree that patents should be upholded, especially since um, if they're legit and the company actually uses it, that's another good thing as well. But like I said before, it could be interesting to see it. All right, Elite Dangerous actually has something coming. Ominous. It's an unknown probe, and it's emitting signals out. And this could be the thought, the Thargoids that are coming. And these are the elusive aliens that have been nefarious in the elite universe and it said in the kickstarter that they are still around and there's alien artifacts everywhere so be on the lookout so this could be the impending doom or what happens to be their emergence back so be on the lookout and protect yourself from this i will link i'll put the video in the show notes as well so you can take a look at it but ooh, interesting all right you're looking for some free dlcs this week well battlefield 4 naval strike dlc is free with it this week and you can get it for free forever so be on the lookout for it if you don't know what it is it was um their answer to battlefield 2142's titan mode but on an aircraft carrier instead the titan mode in battlefield 2142 was a lot better than this one but this one wasn't bad it was interesting it was more of a modern times type of a thing where you instead of capping flags you can't points that will shoot missiles at your aircraft carrier or the enemy's aircraft carrier I should say and then you can board it or you can keep on capping those missile sites to destroy it that way too so you have two ways of doing it also if the enemy team takes your shields down or armor down for your aircraft carrier you have to go and defend it as well so there is a very kind of you know tug of war on this one interesting it just didn't really it wasn't really as popular as 2142 version, which was awesome. I played that I played that mode so much. It was so fun. Alright, there is a new No Man's Sky trailer focusing on fighting, and it looks like you can fight in space with all the big ships going around and on the ground with different types of uh, animals and robots as well. It looks like little drones and big walker-like robots. So be on the lookout, be aware, and explore and have fun. I'm going to be reviewing this game as well, and I'm probably this will be my return of live streaming, where I do kind of like a Star Trek type way of doing it and exploring, because it looks like this game could be endless possibilities for live streaming. So be on the lookout for that as well. Uh, but yeah, it's coming out soon, thank God. So be on the lookout. Alright, I found this interesting article on PC Gamer about the benchmarks for Vulkan versus OpenGL. And if you don't know, Vulkan is the new kind of architecture for OpenGL. It's kind of like what DirectX 12 was for DirectX 11, and it kind of helps with low-level APIs 
so in general, it looks like from just look reading it and skimming it, it looks like AMD has a better architecture for using Vulkan more effectively. It looks like the frame rates were a lot better and there was about 30% performance increase over NVIDIA. NVIDIA really, it's been mixed about that. So if you're really looking to optimize on Vulkan, AMD is actually the best one for you. The great news is they have a really great card called the R of the 480 line or the 400 line that is starts at $200 uh, for 4 gigs and it's a little bit more expensive for the 8 gig version as well. Uh, so be on the lookout for that. It's It may still be sold out because it is a very popular card. Now that you can find on eBay, but I will warn you, there are some sellers that are overcharging you. I saw one for $500 and then it said, ooh, you can buy it and get shipped it for 1000 which is completely ridiculous because it starts at $200. So do not buy from them whatsoever that was not cool i did not like that i saw that because that is completely overcharging and completely just price gouging which is awful all right in other news as well for more of the graphics hardware the 1060 for nvidia did come out now it was tested and it's, it seemed like it was on par or a little bit better depending on obviously which game and which system to the rx 480 as well now it is a little bit more expensive uh than the RX 480 as of it's the RX 480 starts at $200 and it goes a little bit more for the 8 gig as well. Uh, so you can get the limited edition, the founder's edition for $300, uh, but it's going to be about $250 right now. Now, like I said before, it's not as powerful as the 1070 or the 1080, obviously, but it is NVIDIA's response to. AMD's RX 480 and trying to hit that budget-minded uh, consumers, which is usually the most of the market in general. Uh, so it has done it relatively well, and it's actually a pretty good uh, or comparable to the RX 480. I would say still get the RX 480 only because you can get the 8 gig version of it, which will kind of uh, have a longevity to it. It'll ex extend the life of it. Now you cannot. Uh, you know, put two 1060s in a card and in a computer and kind of SLI it because uh, NVIDIA purposely took that option out of it because what happens is that two cards are cheaper than getting uh, the 1080, which is 650. <laughs> so NVIDIA was like, yes, you can't do it twice. Sorry, you cannot save money on that. Which I'm kind of like, well, if you knew this was going to happen, maybe you should lower the price of the 1080. I mean, seriously, why would you do that to yourself? But yes, unfortunately, you cannot, uh, you know, put SLI it. There's no, you can't, there's no option for it. I'm sorry if those were like, I can save money through that, but you cannot actually do it. It is unfortunate. It is very sad, but it is what it is. But in general, it is done a relatively good job for it. But like I said before, uh, it is going to be more expensive than the RX 480 uh, for somewhat similar performances. So you have to take that in consideration, especially if you can get a 8 gig for the RX 480. I would get the 8 gig RX 480 over the 1060. There is no, like I said before, there is no SLI connector. Um, it is it is power efficient, which is actually a pro, and it does it does run virtuality really well if you're looking to do that as well. 
like I said before, I would still recommend the RX 480 just because of the price point and what it, what it offers, especially for 8 gig versions. What that will offer, I would kind of recommend that in general. Now moving over to gaming deals for the weekend, you should try out. Uh, Steam's got Dragon Ball uh, on sale. It's called Xenoverse. It also has uh, Van Helsing franchise up to 75% off. And it also has a, a developer publisher uh, week up to 90% off of select titles. So you have The Escapist, The Walking Dead, uh, Escapist Escape Plan, Worms Collection, Alien Breed Impact. Uh, so some pretty good, some pretty interesting games, pretty good games in the mix of it. Uh, so check them out as well. I'll link them in the show descriptions. As always, you also have GOG, which has. Uh, Supergiant is anniversary sales still going on for another six days with GOG, so we can get some pretty good deals. Uh, Bastion for three bucks, pretty good, and Transistor for five bucks, really good as well. You also have Mortal Kombat and Fist Puncher, and other ones as well. So you have Punch Club uh, for a pretty good discount. Mortal Kombat 1, 2, and 3 for 150, pretty good discount. Fist Puncher for $1.50 as well. And ultimate body blows for under a buck. Yeah. And then Green Man Gaming is having their summer sale going on right now. And they have a huge selection of games. You can get uh, Scribblenauts Unlimited, Game of Thrones is on sale, different types of Game of Thrones. I really wouldn't recommend those. Uh, Gauntlet is on sale as well. Lord of Magic, Lord of the Realms. Kind of a fun game, old school fun game. Uh, also. Elven Legacy, Dawn of Magic 2 is on sale. You got a whole whole slew of stuff. Now be sure to register as well because you can get some uh, VIP discounts through that as well. But there is a ton, a ton of games. There's two, <laughs> two pages of it, too. Now, good ones for VIP is Middle Earth is under 10 bucks. Battleborn uh Battleborn was 2557. The South Park game is seven bucks. Uh, Risen three is on a 450 about, and Dragon's Dogma Dark Arisen is seventeen dollars and twenty nine cents. I will put some of the some of these games, the ones I think you should try out, in the show notes as well, just so you can you know try it out. But yes, that is the end of Gamers Cafe. I hope you guys enjoyed it. And tune in next week or Tuesday for Digital Coffee, guys. Also, uh, follow Digital Coffee on Twitter at DigitalCO77EE, Facebook Digital Coffee Podcast, Google Plus Digital Coffee Podcast, Instagram Digital Coffee Podcast, Find Digital.Coffee, YouTube Digital Coffee Podcast, and please subscribe and review if you want to on iTunes. Google Play Music, Stitcher, TuneIn, Pocket Cast. I'm on all those as well. So never miss an episode of either one of Digital Coffee's podcast series. And if you like these podcasts, please consider supporting me on Patreon. I really appreciate it. All right, guys. Have a good weekend and happy gaming. Later.